left to be my last one for today. Of course, you don't know what today is because I'm breaking the boundaries of space and time by stretching these moments out over weeks or maybe months. So I've done a lot today and my today has just become your month. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, welcome to the Before I Go podcast. And I would love to scratch my nose, but then also tell you about a little aha moment that I had about coaching that I do. And a little aha moment, which I call coaching through the losses. So here's what came to me, right? Um, A lot of people think about coaching or mentoring as getting somebody to the goal and the outcome defines the success of our work together and our relationship. Did you make it or not? That is a very crude criteria for us to work with because it pins all of your hopes and your happiness as a human being on whether or not the goal was achieved. And in my experiences, a lot of goals uh, are achieved and a lot of goals are abandoned. And in between where you are now and the goal you have is pretty much the whole game. That is the path of mastery, the middle road to figure out whether you're actually having fun doing life or not. (laughs) The goal is fleeting. So coaching through the losses, here's, here's what I came up with. I love tennis and it's a funny sport, right? In fact, when you think about it, all sports are pretty funny if you get down into the mechanics of it, right? Yeah, I find it really interesting how high and, and far we have held people who can rise to the top of a sport. So I'm going to talk about Roger Federer. Forget the facts about who has the most titles. Roger's the best. And uh, anyway, I love Roger Federer. So does my wife. And strangely, I'm not jealous about that at all. Uh, Fair play to him, right? But it's a really curious thing how much celebrity, attention, money, and accolades we have given to the girls and boys who can hit a ball with a racket the best while running around against another girl or boy hitting the same ball with their racket. So for me, Coaching through the losses is just as important and it's very likely that coaching through the losses is more important than coaching to the win. Why do I say this? It's about math, right? And the mathematics is pretty simple. I'm not great at math, but I'm not bad at it. Of course, you're going to say that winners tend to win more and losers win less. That's very obvious, right? But your success is largely pinned to an arbitrary goal. Bear with me for a second, right? If your goal that you made up in the first place is a grand slam in tennis, one of the four big events, or winning all four of them, maybe your goal in tennis is top 100, or you want to be the greatest of all time, then you're going to really quickly figure out that with those goals that you created shaping your experience of life, you are going to lose far more than you are going to win. So I did the digging of the stats because I love my stat nerd side. I love data. And here's what I found on the interwebs. 
According to ATP Tour and Grand Slam stats, for Roger Federer, he has won 1,251 matches and he has lost only 275. So he's clearly won a lot more than he has lost. Now if Roger's goal was I would like to win more games of tennis than I lose, he is smashing it. However, if Roger's goal is I want to win the most career titles of anyone ever, then we get a very different outcome. So even though he's won over 1,200 matches and he's lost 275, he has only claimed only 103 titles. So if my maths isn't stuffed, that means Roger Federer has lost nearly three times as many tournaments as he has won, assuming every time he lost a match he was knocked out of a tournament. Forgive me if I'm a little out on the figures, but just come with me on the narrative for a minute, right? So, he has won 103 titles, but he has had 275 losses. So we have to coach through the losses, and here's why. You can take this now outside of a tennis context for your own life and your own goals. If you took every loss seriously, like it was life and death, you are not gonna make it. If Roger Federer took every loss seriously, he wouldn't make it. A loss is a loss, move on. A win is a win, move on. Of course, live and die in the moment. Soak up the victory, feel the defeat. Then, remember the now and move on. There are some really powerful things that help me stay in the now and remind me whether I am in what we would call good times or bad times. They don't really matter as much. Here's what Here's what really kicks in for me that I hope you make your own sense of as you walk your path. Innate health is the first thing. What if you were born whole and healthy and you had innate health? There's nothing wrong with you. What if there's nothing wrong with you? My experience is that's more true than the messages of you are broken, you are sinful, you need something else outside yourself to help yourself. Innate health is powerful and it blends into non-duality because if you have the indwelling power of life itself in you and of you, I'm backing that horse every day of the week to be able to come up with the miracles that you so desperately think will be found outside yourself. Innate health non-duality and knowing that who you truly are is of far more significance than your win-loss record. That's why one of the most powerful questions we are all called to ask and answer is who am I? Because until you answer that question, who am I, 
you're gonna put a lot of stock in your win-loss record. It's the greatest insight you can ever have, right? You are of more significance than your win-loss record. When you realize this, then you can get back to playing the game of life. It's just a game, right? This life thing is just one big creative make it up as you go game. There's rackets and balls everywhere. What's the score? It doesn't matter unless you want it to matter. But it doesn't matter. Good coaches and great human beings guide you back to who you really are. They prepare you to go through the losses because statistically speaking, you're going to have more of them than wins. As the saying goes, I love it. Prepare the child for the path, not the path for the child. If you feel like your life path has been laid out for you and you are living into some sort of script or predestined way of living and you feel uneasy about that, consider this. Has the path been prepared for you or is it time for you to fire up Buttercup and tread your own path? Prepare the child for the path, not the path for the child. Get ready, baby, it's gravy. The losses aren't really losses. That's what it feels like when you are remembering how to get through them. Okay, have a lovely day. Thanks so much for listening and sharing this space with me. I really, really hope this has served you well and it continues to do so for years to come. I love helping others, so if you would like to experience the power of creating together, please reach out to me. I'm here to help. And if you want to be on the podcast and leave a legacy, check out the contact details on my website, lindenrochford.com, or you can find me on Facebook. I'd love to hear your story before I go. Wishing you so much love from the inside out. I'll see you soon.